Kendi, Rockstars. Prepare for a treat, let's meet and greet some bands and singers that are super sweet Making music that's fun for boys and girls, help them learn about this great big world Fun for the family, yes it's true, your kids will love it and you will too Clap and dance and sing aloud, become a part of the kindy crowd These songs will make you move your feet and give your ears a great big treat So settle in, grab your guitars, and let's get to know our kindy rock stars Hello everyone and welcome to Kindy Rockstars. This is the show that gives you the stories behind the songs from some of the best bands and singers that are making fun, informative, educational, catchy, and occasionally silly songs for children and families. I'm your host, Patrick Adams, and each episode of Kindy Rockstars will feature an artist and a featured song. So let's get to this week's show. I am here today with David Layden, otherwise known as Farmer Dave of Animal Farm. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Well, tell me a little bit about Animal Farm, how you guys got started uh, into kindy music and a little bit of your background. Yeah. So uh, I started Animal Farm with my friend Seth Adams um, in the the final weeks of uh, 2010 and into 2011. Uh, we were both teaching um, arts and music classes. I was working mostly as an after-school teacher and Seth was a, a band director and, and music teacher um, in Massachusetts. And we were kind of felt like it was harder to connect with our students around music, even though it was such a central part of our lives. Um, and at the same time, we started to notice that a lot of our students were just deep by default listening to Top 40 Radio, which, um, you know, I grew up listening. I'm not like into censorship like i grew up listening to i had you know the chronic by dr dre when i was like eight and i you know i definitely i went to my first fish concert when i was 13 like um but there wasn't music that was like developmentally written for kind of early elementary age students they were kind of in this cultural limbo between um early childhood music and then you know the the pop of uh, our preteen years. And so, um, and, or at least that's what I thought, right? Like, so then we started writing music and really trying to write elevated children's music. We didn't want the songs to feel like kid songs unless you like listen to the lyrics and then you could start to think about it. So that's why we call our music grown up music for kids. Um, yeah, and so we just started writing music every week. We would come together. There were two of us and we had a saxophone slash banjo player named Chris and he was Cowboy Chris and he would um uh and we would write and and so we did that for about a year and then Seth moved to Chicago and then his uh partner at the time was in grad school there and then my now wife got into grad school in Chicago so I was there a year later and that's where the band really took off and we started playing in Chicago public schools and and working by the time I left Chicago in 2019 we were playing 40 or 50 shows a year um everywhere from like the Chicago Cultural Center to the Botanic Gardens and then my wife got into a graduate program here in Colorado for a PhD and so and I grew up here so 
uh, we're, we're now in Colorado and I still work with Seth and collaborate with him. Uh, and pre-pandemic, I was touring back and forth, but now I also have a lineup here in Colorado and actually just played uh, or recently played um, my first live show with a band since the end of pandemic. So that was really exciting. Yeah, no, I listened to some of your music and I, I totally got your vibe on, you know, the, the songs being crafted the way they were and uh, for adults, but with a, with a kid's theme. Um, how, what age I think typically gravitates to that kind of music? Do, do you get through to, to younger kids too? Um, well, so in a live context, our shows are really interactive and I do bring in covers that are, um, oftentimes I modify covers to then build in uh, movement and interactivity. Um, so from a live perspective, we get zero to 10, but in terms of our recording, um, I'd say like three to eight is our like big, which is a pretty broad range developmentally. Um, but it ends up being, you know, I, th I think, I think a big part of it is that it's music that is meant for families to enjoy together. Um, and so, and, you know, as you know, as a children's musician, parents are gatekeepers. <laughs> so, um, the goal is to have something that can, that can grow with the kids, right? Like the music takes on new meaning for me. And I'll talk about that with one of our songs, but I think also like, it's kind of been interesting to hear how families kind of grow up with this music and then to hear as a kid turns eight or nine, like how they reflect on the songs or how they reflect on what we do. Yeah, no, I've, I've been very keen to make the songs such a way that kids will like it, but hopefully their parents will too. I think that's that's hitting a great uh, span of, of a demographic. Absolutely. And I teach early childhood music two days a week uh, for like six classes a week. For I have a one baby's class and then the other one. Pre-pandemic, it was split up like very developmentally, but now it's just all eight, up to five. Um, and it's usually about mostly... 18 to 36 month olds. Um, and I don't want to listen to that music. <laughs> like I love teaching it. I love, like I, I sing it to my daughter at home. Like I, I love this as like a, as a learning tool. And especially the program I work at, it, it operates through a music therapy lens though. I'm, I'm the only teacher who's not a music therapist. Um, but yeah, I don't want to listen to that. Like, I, I mean, I love, and I have rap, I have Raffi on vinyl. Right. Like I, I love the stuff I grew up on skin and marinky dinky dink. I've definitely made grownups sing that at a party. Like I'm all about it. And I'm, I've had bands that cover the Arthur theme song, but which is actually something I would listen to. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think there's value in early childhood music and it's great. And it's also like, it has a time and place. Very true. You know, I, I have a, a two year old daughter, six year old daughter and a 15 year old daughter. So the, the two-year-old loves, you know, the, the kid songs, Wheels on the Bus and Baby Shark and all that stuff. My 15-year-old doesn't want to listen to them, doesn't want to hear, walks away when they come on, <laughs> can't stand to listen to it. So um, I, I have a goal of you can enjoy it at this age, but you can also enjoy it at her age, too. Yeah, for sure. And I think about when I was growing up, like musical theater was that kind of thing for me growing up was listening to Andrew Lloyd Webber or listening to Rent when I was a little older. But like that, that I think that I, and I hear it. And so when I said earlier was that like, or, you know, I've said before when I, as it, when I first started Animal Farm, I was like, where is this music written for this age group? And now I see it as a part of the community. And it's like mind blowing to hear music that I want to listen to that's made for kids. Like, it's great. It's really wonderful to, 
to be a part of a community that I think is pushing how parents think about children's music in a way that's, I think, going to be better for kids. Because it's if it's written, I mean, again, being able to relate to the content is important. And as much as I love Bob Dylan or I love um, Stevie Wonder, I feel like actually is something that a lot of kids can get into. But, you know, I want it to be developmentally appropriate or, or developmentally like uh, relevant to yeah. young people. Now, with with the name Animal Farm, does, does your music have a like a general theme around animals? I, I couldn't help but notice there were several animal theme songs, but no. Yeah. Yeah, so we we well, and on the recordings, everything has some type of animal reference to it. Um, I think I'm pretty sure everything has some reference to animals in in somewhere. But yeah, it's it's looking at social emotional learning, community self expression, and the environment through the lens of animals in the natural world, and kind of thinking less about like tons of informative animal facts and more about how do we use animals within like a narrative form to engage in these conversations so we have a song about called totes my goats about a goat that is like um who's like really chill now but used to be really uptight and like would hold on to all of their grievances and so or we have a song called um nocturnal me which is about a baby bat that's afraid of the dark um so you know kind of approaching these these yeah. things that we all navigate as humans. I mean, a lot of it's about lifelong learning. I've had parents be like, man, your, uh, your song slow down really gets me. Like, I just, I feel like I got to slow down. I'm like, great. I like the, the two headed turtle or the, the, the two heads were arguing with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually, what's funny is Seth and I wrote that a lot of the music Seth and I write collaboratively. Some of it, we write our own. It's, um, and we take turns like arranging um i definitely have had a heavier hand more in the last you know few years um but yeah that song was so funny talking about music taking on new meaning was we wrote the song about siblings navigating conflict and navigating sharing space right but then like seth and i became so close and after i got married my wife and i moved into a house with our friends who had all relocated to Chicago from Boston, and it was including Seth. So now we're roommates and bandmates, and that song took on whole new meaning as we navigated, you know, the interpersonal relationship of artists trying to collaborate and manage time together, and to be in a place where we return to that idea of like together we're strong. And we would sometimes like we're very we have a very like sibling like relationship, and uh, I, I've been at shows where like one of us is kind of like grumpy about something and then we play that song and like look at each other and smile and like everything's cool it's it's really wonderful good all right you ready to dig into a song sure thing our song today is called we are one uh so dave tell us a little bit about we are one and what inspired the song we are one is a song that explores the concept of interconnectedness and uh you know sharing mutual shared humanity um the sun, you know we're all riding uh we're all riding on a roller coaster trip around the sun you and me are we and we are one uh that's from the chorus and i i wrote the song kind of like i've had this guitar riff and i'd actually had that guitar riff when i was in college in the early mid 2000s and i had written the song originally as like a protest song and then um completely changed the chorus and rewrote the entire song actually to make we are one 
it kind of emerged as a closer for our shows. You know, our songs explore topics, like I've said, of uh, social emotional learning, community, self-expression. And it felt like it kind of encapsulated all of these ideas around a, um, around a theme of like, you know, interconnectedness. So, it feels like a song that has, that took years to come about, but then the actual process of writing the lyrics and putting it together ended up being really, really short. Um, and if you're ever stuck with a chorus and you have a great A section and you're like, what do I do for the chorus? Just play the A section twice as fast. That's what we did. <laughs> and then we like swapped out a minor chord for major chord for one time through. But yeah, nope, that's all we did to write that chorus was double time the chords. There you go. It worked. Yeah. All right. Well, let's listen to it. Uh, we Are One by Animal Farm. side to side Others swim in slither Still others run in high From the mountains to the valleys to the rivers in between In the oceans and the ice caps in the forest canopy We all gotta have our home and we all have our needs A body to keep warm and a mouth we gotta feed And it's so easy to forget The way we all seem to connect We're all riding on a roller coaster trip around the sun To let yourself be human, all the beauty and mistakes. We are pieces to a puzzle, we are slices to a pie. A part of one community, reaching far and wide. And it's so easy to forget the way we all see. Around the sun, you and me are we. 
That was We Are One by Animal Farm. All right, Farmer Dave, tell everyone where they can stream and download that song and where they can find you guys on social media. The easiest way to find us is to go to linktree.com slash animal farm music. That'll take you to all of our social media as well as our website and our new PBS series, Farmer Dave and Friends, or just go to pbs.org and search Farmer Dave and Friends. Excellent. All right, Dave, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me and thank you for, uh, you know, amplifying the voices of the kindy community. Definitely. All right. Talk to you again soon. Bye.